Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. here's your host, Jason Swigert. And a fine good morning to you all as we uh, dive into June. What a great week of weather that we had. Harold reluctantly returned from Pronghorn and showed up here with me, much to his chagrin. Yeah, really. I I didn't want to come back. Yeah. It was it was the really credit weird. card got denied on Friday. Is that pretty much what happened? And they said, eh, you're out of the room. No, uh, no, they like my credit card. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have, You got that American Express black card, I, don't you? I've got plenty of room on it. <laughs> the uh and we vodka toniced our way right. Oh, through there you Pronghorn. go. And that's why I'm a little bit loggy this morning. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not a heavy drinker. So no, a drink three day. days ago is still affecting me. That's true. <laughs> Did you eat enough bread? Oh, that's the key. Yeah, you got to car there? when you when you booze up. You got to carb up. Yeah. Okay, well. Can I, I'll be taking notes here. Yes. What you want to do is get yourself that's, like a that's huge... That's my tip from a pro for you today. <laughs> when you booze up, you got to carb up. All right. Get yourself a massive Bloody Mary. Yeah. But then pair it with a clam chowder bread bowl. Oh, man. You don't know my digestive system. <laughs> Harold. Would, I'll have I, Harold backed I up for three days. I two hours in the john after that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, that's... That's kind of what we got in for the next hour as we break away from who the next Blazer head coach is going to be here on. Uh, this is crazy. It's not you and I. No. Will is not in no. the running Although, either. hey, if they want to come calling, yeah, yeah, trust me. I'm Look, I did three hours of that Friday morning. What? Three hours? Three of hours of Blazer uh, therapy post-mortem as Dirt and Sprague didn't even have. They couldn't stomach it. They had to go all the way across. They're over when you're neck of the woods. I don't know where exactly they're at playing golf. One of Dirt's 17 bachelor parties since he's never formally had a wedding. Right. From COVID. So, but he planned like all these different bachelor party, quote, getaways playing golf. 
So, so they're it, in Central Oregon somewhere playing golf this weekend. Okay, and it's his bachelor party? Uh, yes. Okay. What's he going to do for a honeymoon? Yeah. They're supposed to go to Hawaii at some point. Right. Okay. I don't know if they've been, if they went, if they're still planning to go. I, I've lost track. Okay. <laughs> quite frankly. Only dirt could plan that so, yeah. out that way. Uh, but, yeah, you had a great time at Pronghorn. Yeah. We'll, we'll wedge some time to uh, to find out about uh, how the course was. I know you were excited to go. We got a lot of help today. Uh, LPGA Tour is playing the Olympic Club, the U.S. Women's Open. Uh, the course, love it set up. I, I've watched a lot of it in the first two days. Uh, the weather is pure San Francisco, cloudy, overcast, into the 50s. It looks like they're playing a British Open. It's fantastic. The course is set up at less than 6,500 yards and but narrow fairways you saw uh they've hosted several usga events webb simpson won the open there about i want to say nine years ago the last time the usga event but the first time the women have gotten to uh have a championship there and they're loving it unless they're not hitting it in the fairway well and uh who's the first round leader of sasso is she's hit six fairways yeah you could sasso yeah uh rich tradition at oh yeah, the Olympic Club of five U.S. Opens, uh, three U.S. Amateurs, uh, you know, lots of tour championships there. Uh, but as you said, first time the women have been invited there, which I think is an oversight and a long time in coming. Uh, they'll yep. be two years are going to be at Pebble Beach for the first time. So it's nice to see that the uh, golf courses are including and in these uh, rich traditional. Uh, clubs are inviting women to play. Yep. And uh, I think that will continue to happen. So Amy Rogers of golf channel uh, is going to hop on at eight 15. We'll get an update. She is down there. Uh, if you've been watching uh, golf channels uh, and Peacock's coverage, uh, she's been doing the post round interviews. Uh, you have an amateur 17 year old high school junior from New Jersey who has been among the leaders both days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll get her uh, perspective on, on, if she has enough game to hold it together for 36 more holes and be there Sunday afternoon in the final, final groups. Well, I can tell you uh, as an amateur, she's really got some experience. So she's been playing for quite some time, very mature beyond her years, as they say. Um, I'm curious to see who's going to hold, hold it together because this golf course is set up to really weed out players who are, are struggling, don't have a good short game, can't hit a fairway, or can't hit a fairway out of the rough. Uh, it's set up like every USGA set up for a, for an open. And it's not just a women's open. It is yes. the U.S. Open. U.S. Open. The only thing that is just the distance. That's that's the only difference. Everything else is everything that you'd ever want. Right. It's 700 yards less yeah. than what the men play but that doesn't really matter when the no. fairways are as narrow as they are and the rough 15, is as 20 thick yards wide it's it's a yeah. tough golf course it's fantastic uh the men are at uh dublin ohio jack nicholas's tournament the memorial a uh he completely redid the course after last year tore it up uh changed some greens some bunkers all sorts of stuff john rom though looking to repeat as they had weather delay the first round. So we'll uh, discuss a little bit about that. And then our good friend, Sean Lanny, putting guru down there at Langdon. He's going to hop on at 830 for tips from the pros and uh, try and help us all out on the greens as uh, the weather's uh, uh, heating up. Greens are getting fast and firm. 
They really are, and you got to be ready. Uh, when I was playing over a pronghorn, um, those are tough greens, um, and they're pretty big. So you can have a 40- or 50-footer, and so green speed, being able to get a feel for speed is extremely important. Uh, the line is one thing, speed's another. We'll talk to Sean about how do you develop good feel for speed on the green. Exactly. And uh, and then we'll see whatever other nuggets. I, I went and saw uh, Paul Benson. I got uh, fitted for my last few clubs in the bag. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Deciding to go with, uh, you know, how you decide between hybrids, woods, utility clubs for the gap in there. Uh, so, so I'll finally fill out the bag. Well, it was interesting to see that uh, you're getting a four hybrid. I used to carry a four hybrid, and I have switched, like a lot of the tour players now, and I didn't do it because of them. It's just something to I To a seven wood. Yeah, I went to a seven wood, which uh, I'm less likely to hook. The hybrid, I had a tendency to hook if I mishit it. Uh, the seven wood, I, I can work the ball either way. It's a lot easier club to hit. Well... Well, uh, yeah, so maybe we'll get a little thoughts on that uh, as we wrap things up. But as always, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. All right, we're going to rattle through these uh, pretty quick. The European Tour, for some reason, starting a tournament on Saturday. It's 54 holes. They're in Germany for the Porsche European Open. It's currently uh, halted due to lightning in the area. Thomas Dietrich, the big Belgian, is in the lead at four under. All eyes, though, are on the local favorite, Martin Keimer. He is two under through 12. He continues to try and reinvent himself, see if he can get back uh, to being a regular in the winner's circle. So that's what's going on. They'll have a Monday finish there, uh, Golf Channel, with the coverage. Corn Ferry Tour, one of their regular stops there in Raleigh, North Carolina, for the Rex Hospital Open. And uh, Mito Pereira, uh, they're finishing up the second round here this morning. Uh, four under, he's grabbed the lead at 13 under. Derek Ernst, who is the brother of uh, Austin Ernst on the LPGA Tour, he is at 12 under. Uh, but all the excitement was for last week's winner, Cameron Young, the youngster, won back-to-back, first back-to-back winner on the Corn Ferry Tour since uh, 2013, and Michael Putnam did it. But uh, this is a, a youngster that came on, didn't have status, played his way on, qualifying at the end of 2020, and now... He's uh, going to get a PGA Tour card here come later this summer. And that's why you play, is to get that, that Tour card and uh, hopefully win on the Tour so you get a two-year exemption. Two-year exemption, yep. So uh, he will be on. And uh, so, yeah, he's been impressive. And uh, they are continuing to get it done. The Champions Tour with another major last week, the uh, – uh, Senior PGA and Alex Cheka, back-to-back major winners on the Champions Tour. Uh, this week, they're at the Principal Charity Classic. They are in Des Moines, Iowa. Tongdae Chaidi is your leader at 7-under after round one. Dickie Pride, Doug Barron at minus six. Freddie Couples, Rod Pampling, uh, Jerry Kelly in a group at 5-under. But Alex Cheka uh, taking advantage of being 50 and winning back-to-back majors there. Uh, first one to do it in quite some time in his rookie year. Yeah, he's only had he only had one win on the tour, the Puerto Rico Open, and here he's gone on to the Champions Tour, and he's got two majors. 
Uh, can he pull off a grand slam? That would be interesting to to watch. It will be, and that leads us to the Memorial Jacks uh, course at Muirfield Village up there in Dublin, Ohio. John Rahm aced the 16th hole, finishing up the second round. The first round did not get very far. They had torrential rains. Uh, they quickly scrambled. They should be all caught up by today. They finished up, but he's at 10 under. Two shots clear of Patrick Cantlay at minus eight, who's two shots clear of Homa and Scheffler. Rom and Cantlay, the last two winners of this tournament. Cantlay two years ago, Rom last year. Uh, and so it's been fun. Some of the coverage, uh, they've had Jack Nicholas in the booth kind of describing with the guys the changes that he made, why he decided to do it. He wanted to make the scoring a little bit easier, about a shot better. The stats through two rounds indicate so. But uh, if Rom is putting it in the fairway, he is a big favorite to repeat here. Yeah, what Jack did was he changed uh, specifically the, some of the par fives where you really can't go for the green. And two. So I don't see how that's going to make scoring better uh, when players have to have to lay up. Uh, so to speak, or have have a, a three hole par, a three shot par five. I don't mind that. Uh, it puts uh, emphasis on a uh, a good wedge player, which uh, John Rom's pretty good wedge player. But uh, players like Rory McIlroy love to go for yep for par fives and two, and that's where scoring really happens. So I'm curious as to why Jack changed that in lieu of saying I want to make the better scoring. Uh, the That golf course is very difficult as it is. And so uh, not that he wants to see anyone at 22 under, but he certainly doesn't want to see them in even par. No, I think he would like to see final scores right around 10, 11, 12 under par uh, is where he's looking for it. If you go out, you you find fairways and and put yourself on and greens and in the right spots, you give yourself chances for birdies. And and if you hit it wayward, then you're going to be penalized. Well, it's obvious that John Rahm likes this golf course. Yep, it fits his eye. That's for certain. Yep, and we'll see if Scotty Scheffler can win his first event. On tour, Max Homa, who just keeps turning up uh, and hasn't won yet. So yep. we're, we're looking to see him. And congratulations do. to Jason Kokrak, won for the second time last week, outdueling the uh, hometown favorite of uh, Jordan Spieth, who uh, uh, started to uh, have some wayward misses there, missing right, as has been his case. But Kokrak gets his second PGA Tour victory. Uh, he has dialed it in with the putter. Uh, that was the big thing. He's always been a big hitter, one of the longest hitters, but he made a change, I don't know, about 18, 24 months ago, uh, went to a longer putter, kind of reassessed how he went after it, and the results have been fantastic for him. Yeah, absolutely. To go 233 uh, tour events without a victory and now looking at his second in, in season. Uh, and who's he going to match? Uh, Duchambeau, and who's the other that has uh, two, uh, two wins? Somebody. Uh, anyway, that's Stuart Sink. Doesn't Stuart Sink oh, have two Stuart wins? Sink. He's yeah. the other. So, uh, interesting. John Rahm would, uh, yeah, he'd get into uh, that territory as well. Absolutely. Kokrak made the obvious change that he needed to make. He needed to develop a short game. And with a short game, this guy is dangerous because he hits yep. the ball as far as anyone on tour. Yep. And if he and if he can get up and down, now he's got to learn how to get up and down out of bunkers because yeah. he he double he's, yeah he's know. not good out of the sand. But if no. he can put it on the green, 
Greens and regulation, that'll be key for him. Yep. And that leads us into the U.S. Women's Open. Yuka Sasso is your leader at Olympic Club. Six under. Uh, Jung Yung Lee, six. Winner two years ago. Is it five under? Megan Kang and the amateur 17-year-old Mega Gane at four under par. Then you have NB Park, Lexi Thompson, Mel Reed, all at two under. Uh, 11 players in red numbers. We will have Amy Rogers of Golf Channel joining us next here for a live report down there. Uh, from Olympic Club in San Francisco, how things are uh, shaping up for an exciting weekend of golf as we get going here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jason Swigart, Harold Bluestein, back here with you on a very busy first Saturday of June in the world of golf and uh, a lot of it centered down in the Bay Area Historic Olympic Club, the 76th U.S. Women's Open. Very pleased to be having a return to the show. Amy Rogers, you can see her coverage on Golf Channel and uh, NBC's coverage. Uh, read her work uh, at the Amy Rogers on Twitter. Uh, a piece leading into the tournament on Lexi Thompson and how she's uh, trying to have more enjoyable time on a golf course. I don't know how many people are having an enjoyable time dealing with the rough down there at the Olympic club. Amy, good morning. Uh, so many storylines in this U S women's open, but I think we need to start with the course itself and the stage that it presents for this 76th, the U S women's open. How, how uh, enthusiastic has the field been to be on this course? Hey, guys. Yeah, good morning. No, they're thrilled. Um, I think they definitely recognize their place in history. I mean, this is the first time a uh, women's major championship is being held at the Olympic Club after, uh, you know, those five U.S. Opens we have heard so much about over the years, you know, so many upsets and um, just crazy outcomes down the stretch. So uh, if history is any indication, it could be a, a very thrilling finish here uh, come tomorrow. But no, everyone's thrilled, uh, really excited for 
uh, the tough test that is the Olympic club. And, and as you just mentioned with Lexi Thompson, you know, um, you know, she's trying to find more enjoyment on this course. And I don't think too many are finding a lot of that uh, out there this week. There's 11 players under par heading into the championship. So it's playing very tough. Well, and I think one of those players that's under par, that's just been wowing the crowds is uh, Mega Gane. I think I'm getting that right. The amateur 17-year-old from New Jersey who's tied for third. She held uh, the co-lead after round one and even par round in round two at four under. I saw uh, some of your uh, post-round interview with her. Uh, If you just saw that, you would never guess she's only 17 years old. How impressive has she been so far? It's remarkable. Uh, She's so poised, so well-collected. Um, as you mentioned, she started with that 67, and of course we're all like, okay, that's great. There's an amateur in the mix on the first day. Cool story, right? Well, then she follows it up with a 71, and she's still just tied for third heading into the weekend. You start to be like, okay, this girl is the real deal. Um, and as you mentioned, when I spoke to her after a round, she talked about how her phone was just blowing up afterwards. She had over 700 messages waiting for her after that first day. Um But I think what we're seeing, you know, she's not the only amateur in the mix. Uh, You know, Maya Stark is also in the top 10. These amateurs aren't amateurs like we used to know them. I mean, they have so much more experience playing on the biggest levels in the women's game. I mean, they've competed at Augusta National. I mean, if you can make it around there, I mean, how phased are you going to be by the Olympic Club? You know, I mean, these girls have so much experience. She competed in, uh, you know, drive, chip, and putt. She's competed on the LPGA Tour. Um, you know, so she's she's at 17 years old, a, a tried-and-true veteran at this point, which is, is kind of comical. But, you know, she's been incredible. I'm really excited to see what she can do here this weekend. Uh, and she's a little concerned about getting her calculus homework done. <laughs> uh, if I avoided getting my calculus homework uh, in on time. If she needs any advice there, it's been 40 years since I turned in a, uh, my report. Anyway, uh, yes, you are surprised to see these, these amateurs in the top 10, uh, but the field up there is Lexi Thompson, NB Park. You've got some experience there ready to take the lead and move in on Saturday. Oh, absolutely. We've got what? Uh, Zhang Yunlei, sixth, a major champion. Shen Shen Feng, also a major champion. NB Park, a seven-time major champion. Lexi Thompson, winner of the A&A Inspiration. And, of course, Aria Jutanagarn, also a multiple major champion, all inside the top ten. And NB Park said earlier this week she just feels like she has a game that's built for major championships, and we've seen that time and time again. I mean, especially on a course like the Olympic Club, where you have to be patient. You know, you know you're going to make some big numbers. You know there's going to be some mistakes. And that was something that Shen Shen Feng spoke about also. And just not beating yourself up. And I think that's the experience that comes with, you know, they've captured major championships. They know these, um, you know, how it's going to play, uh, how the emotions are going to be on that, you know, final stretch. So um, I don't think those major champs are going anywhere this weekend. I think they're definitely going to be uh, very much in the mix. I've been watching Lexi Thompson, and I – her stats are unbelievable with uh, fairways hit and greens in regulation, over 70%, uh, but no major win since uh, 2014, uh, 2014 at the ANA. How do you see her playing through the weekend? 
Yeah, for Lexi Thompson, it's really been the putter over the years that's that's held her back. And and I think she's acknowledged that in recent years, made quite a few putter changes, uh, changes with her grip as well. And um, as I've spoken to her throughout this 2021 season, uh, starting with the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions, the season opener, she told me there how much she had been working on her game. And she's continued to echo that um, anytime that she's spoken with the media this season, and including this week. Uh, she skipped last week's uh, match play event to put in some extra work on her game. So I think she's very aware, um, you know, of some of the challenges she's had with her putting. I asked her about, you know, where she feels like she is now in this process of, of working so hard. And she feels like she's in a good spot with her ball striking. She feels really close to kind of having that at a place that she wants. Um, but said she still feels like she needs some work on her short game. So I think that's going to be the big challenge for her this weekend on what we've seen are very tough, uh, fast, undulating greens. Um, if she can get the putts to drop, Lexi Thompson, you know, could be a major champion here once again. Amy Rogers, our guest. Uh, you can see her coverage uh, both on television and online golf channel and follow her on Twitter at the Amy Rogers. Uh, Yuka Sasso is uh, although not an amateur still relatively young in her career as a professional she's atop the leaderboard uh she has modeled her swing after rory mcelroy you have mel reed who was a first round co-leader who's been getting some tips from brooks kepka and it's interesting to see how much uh, influence and crossover maybe there is coming between lpga tour players and pga tour players uh and i think that's refreshing to see for people uh, going forward, but as as far as Yuka Sasso, does she have a game that can stand up to Olympic on a weekend? You know, unfortunately, we just don't have a lot of evidence to be able to pull from. I mean, this is only her third uh, major championship. Uh, what we saw, she competed uh, in the U.S. Women's Open uh, six months ago, um, you know, down in uh, Texas and, and played really well there, a tie for 13th. Um, and what we've seen so far this week has been incredibly impressive. She's got a lot of strength. I mean, she muscled it out of that rough a few times yesterday um, where I think other players would have been quite fearful, um, and she just got after it. So she's got the strength, and we've definitely seen that she's got the touch as well. Um, but as we all know, it's totally different when it comes to a major championship on the weekend, and that's where I think it really becomes a mental test and just having not been in this position before. So uh, she's kind of an unknown. Um, you know, it's just kind of wait and see uh, how she does fare this weekend. Well, the weather certainly has been an issue, and it was yesterday for uh, Mel Reed. I watched her struggle hitting fairways and then not having the strength of Sasso to get out of the rough. She said she shivered all afternoon. Uh, what's the weather going to be like this weekend? Yeah, it's gotten really, really chilly here. Even for Kay Cockrell, who's a local member, she said the temperatures even for her were pretty cold yesterday, if that gives you uh, any indicator. Um, I'm hearing that the temperatures are supposed to be better today, a little bit warmer. And some of the, the photos I've seen so far that have been shared on social media from the golf course this morning, it looks like the sun is out, it's shining, it's beautiful. So hopefully if that marine layer can kind of move out and allow the sun to shine through. I think the conditions are going to be a lot warmer and a lot more pre uh, pleasant this weekend. So fingers crossed because it has been quite <laughs> cold out there. Well, as we head into the weekend, you mentioned there's 11 players under par, four others at even par, including Daniel Kang, Marina, Alex are there. Who are you keeping an eye on to uh, be playing in the final groups on Sunday? I think we're going to see Mel Reed rebound today. Um, as you mentioned, she's been reaching out to Brooks Kepka for some advice. And when I spoke to her after the round yesterday, she said she was going to call him immediately and get his uh, 
thoughts and feedback. If anybody knows what it takes to contend in majors, it's it's certainly Brooks Kepka. So Melry's a fighter. I think we're going to see her claw back here today. And and Megan Ga- Megagane. I mean, you got to mm-hmm. pull for the story. I mean, that just would be absolutely incredible to see her. You know, move into that final group and have a chance you know, to do what hasn't been done in more than 50 years as an amateur and and potentially win this major championship. So those are the two I'm going to be watching here today. One more thing for you. I know you've been, uh, since like the LPGA Tour went out west, you've been around the players. Now, what's been the reaction to the new commissioner hire? Uh, It's been a few weeks now since uh, Molly Marku Saman. I hope I'm getting that right. Yep. yep. Um, uh, She was hired, maybe not, somebody that was directly involved in golf, but certainly has an affinity for it uh, coming over as the athletic director from Princeton. What's been the reaction to her uh, taking over the reins? Yeah, everybody that I've heard from or, or seen post anything on social media has been really excited, uh, really looking forward to meeting her. Um, it sounds like she's really going to be very much a, a player's commissioner, as I'm hearing from people. So I think she's going to really have their best interests at heart. Um, and so over the next few you know, kind of weeks here, we'll see Mike Wan uh, wind down his final tenure here, um, and he's going to begin at the USGA uh, here at the beginning of July. Uh, so as uh, the new commissioner said, she's going to be at a few events through the summer, I think kind of just making that transition. And then it sounds like she'll have sort of an official kickoff uh, at the Solheim Cup, planning to be there on site uh, at Inverness in September. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting. Interesting to see, you know, how um, how things go from here. Obviously, the LPGA Tour is in an incredible spot, thanks to Mike Wan. And um, I'm excited to see what she does from here. Well, we're excited to see uh, the weekend play out at the Olympic Club. Looking forward to your coverage as well on uh, Golf Channel and Peacock and all of the different platforms uh, (laughs) that you'll be broadcasting on. We always appreciate it when you make time for us here in Portland. Amy Rogers, uh, our guest here. Thanks so much and uh, have fun over the weekend at Olympic Club. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much. Enjoy the golf, guys. All right, you too. Amy Rogers there with Golf Channel. And uh, it's interesting. I think there's a little bit unknown uh, with the new commissioner. uh, And I've been reading up and we're hoping maybe she'll be coming to Portland because that's the event right after the Solheim Cup two weeks after. And maybe we'll be fortunate enough to to hunt down the new commissioner. That'd be pretty exciting for us to uh, interview her and find out what plan she has. Mike Wan was such a great commissioner for yep. uh, 10, 11, 12 years, something like that. And uh, big shoes to fill. Uh, uh, being a player's commissioner, I don't know exactly what that means uh, because, after all, this is a big business. And keeping the business where it is and growing it from, yeah. from where Mike Wan took it is is a big project uh being a players commissioner is i don't know how that's going to play out you may have an uh a take on that yeah i do maybe we'll get back to that in it, later in the show i know we got sean lanny coming up uh, uh to try and help us all uh make more putts so uh but we'll come back to that in the business of golf because i, I was reading into her background i saw the initial zoom in and she's got a different background she has an athlete's background herself um, so it'd be interesting to see how that moves forward. But thanks again to Amy Rogers. Totally looking forward to this Women's U.S. Open. The course is up to it. The women are up to it. It's been great coverage so far, so it should be a good weekend. As we uh, make the turn here, Sean Lanny down at uh, Langdon Farms. 
and uh, he's going to join us talking about uh, using Aimpoint uh, Putt Doctor. He's a certified instructor, Class A PGA golf professional. He joins us next as we make the turn. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. 8.33 here this morning. Center and Saint following us. Uh, then we've got uh, Major League Baseball, 1130. I believe we have some Astros Blue Jays for you before we take you to game one between the next and Nets and the Bucks here. So a full day of sports. But uh, it's time to ask the pros. And since Harold has been unable to successfully uh, help me on the putting greens, we're bringing in an expert. <laughs> Thank goodness Sean Lanny, our hands good buddy, of, is hands here. Hands of stone here. Yes, hands of stone. Roberto Duran-like uh, <laughs> understanding, having any, you know, uh, sensitivity to green speed whatsoever. But he's a level three Aimpoint Express and Putt Doctor certified instructor. You've seen him uh, down at Langdon over the years. Good morning, Sean. Thanks for hopping on. Yep. Oh, do we got Sean? Sean! Good morning. How are you guys? Hey, there he is. We're doing great. How are you doing? Uh, I can't complain. I, I uh, flew in from California, San Diego last night and uh, feeling good. Got my third cup of coffee. We're rolling. I'm on my third cup of coffee as well. And uh, were you down there? Were you, were you testing things out at Tory, getting some guys ready for the U.S. Open? Yeah, I wish. No, unfortunately, I was uh, I was working with the the future of the game, and I was uh, teaching at a club in uh, inland San Diego, just just kind of growing my brand and um, you know trying to trying to do my thing and in, in growing the game, just like uh, our good man Harold's done his entire life. Oh yeah, but uh, not to the same extent you have, Sean. You've been very uh, very successful. And the reason being is you're a heck of a teacher, and I've always uh, respected you for that. Uh, you are you have a number of programs. I'm looking online here, uh, and the first one that hit me was the adult program. So I'm looking across the studio right now to a guy who is uh, pretends to be an adult and needs some help uh, with his golf. <laughs> Where 
where and let's start with with the putting green because uh, uh, working with uh, with Swag's full swing, we're coming around pretty good. He's getting more confident, but when it comes to the greens, he is really uh, you know out of his element. How do we get him to putt better? Well, I mean, it all starts with a basic understanding of uh, green read and having clarity and and simplicity to what you're looking at. And unfortunately, most people are going to use their eyes to configure a plan for what a putt's going to do. They're going to look from different vantage points. They're going to look at low points. They're going to look at drainage points. And unfortunately, the ball doesn't typically roll over those points that they're looking at. So uh, I basically utilize a, a field-based approach. It's uh, called Aimpoint Express. And, you know, it's not, it's not a new invention of a, a new concept. It's been around for years. It's adopted by a lot of top players on all tours. But you feel different slopes, whether the slope's flat, subtle, or severe. And then you have strategies for short putts single breaking putts, and then multiple breaking putts. And quite frankly, it eliminates guesswork. It eliminates what your eyes see because your eyes can't measure curve, unfortunately. So when you set up to a putt and you think, okay, it's right edge, and it actually is left edge, or it's a cup out to the right, and you're aiming at the hole, um, unfortunately, you manipulate your aim as well as your speed. So it all starts with the, with the read, and understanding green reading skills are, are, are made. They're not born. I don't believe they are. I mean, you can you can trust your intuition and your and your and your guts that a putt's going to do a certain thing. But um, I I think hole locations are always going to set the tone for different reads. So once players understand that, then they can actually get into understanding how they can aim their putter face. And uh, and that's in a in a sixty second elevator pitch. That's where it all starts uh, for green reading for so- putting. So you're looking at the line of the putt, but where where uh, swag is struggling is speed, and uh, learning how to hit the center of that putter face. How are we going to help him there? Yeah, I, I would definitely say that ultimately the player has to understand the tendencies of their overall tempo, and if their tempo tends to get, let's just say they tend to get a little slow into the ball as they deliver the putter face into the golf ball, then unfortunately they're going to struggle with speed. They're going to miss hit and they're going to have um, a variety of, of variances in how the putter face is at the point of impact. So I just try to you know, ultimately get a player to understand their tendencies. And if they're really slow back to the ball and they, they tend to come up short and then they tend to hit it really long, then we might have to work on a, a little bit better rhythm and cadence to their stroke. That's, that's where it all starts. Understanding a tempo, a tempo is, uh, basically a relationship between the backstroke and the forward stroke. Uh, I don't, I'm not a systems teacher at all, and I don't believe in just one approach and one style for every player. So based on what the player is dealing with, if they're dealing with some speed issues, first thing that I'm going to do is just kind of iron out the overall backstroke feel, the forward stroke feel. We need constant acceleration back to the ball. Now, if he's struggling with speed control, I guarantee you he's, probably changing directions at the putter face and he's probably changing directions slowly and then accelerating at the last second. And that's why he's going to come up short sometimes and then long sometimes. So it just goes simply back to that, like constant acceleration. What does that mean to maybe a a non-teaching pro? If you think about like your car, it's constantly accelerating. Um, Why would you hit the brakes and then hit the gas at the last second? So if you're 
really, again, thinking about the putter face, the putter face has to have gradual acceleration into impact. And that's a big difference for a guy that does not control speed quite, uh, quite consistently. Sean Lanny is our guest here. SeanLannyGolf.com. That's L-A-N-Y-I golf.com uh, for more information. Uh, we see more and more on the professional tours and, and golf that we watch on television, all sorts of different grip styles for putting. How does finding a grip or what are you trying to accomplish with any particular style of grip to allow that consistent uh, acceleration into the ball? Yeah, well, I mean, you've got players, regardless of age and skill level, they might have uh, hand dominance features. They might have neurological uh, issues. They might have the yips. Uh, yips are kind of related to the neurological issues. So a group choice, A, I think should be a personal preference. It shouldn't be something forced upon by a coach. But I'll tell you this, there's a lot of reasons why I might suggest a grip change to a player that does have, say, a neurological uh, disorder. And it's kind of a kind of a weird thing to be thinking about that we're talking about a neurological disorder. But the, the hands and the arms and the nerves, they might flinch and the body may react to the collision that the club is having with the ball. So, unfortunately, we may need to take a player's uh, trail hand and move it into a pencil grip or a three-finger um, a claw saw grip or a left hand low. I was just working with Chris Miletus, which you probably have heard that name in this mm-hmm. area the other day. And he probably hit through five grips at me and he brought four putters to our putting lesson. And we solidified a plan for the one grip and the one putter. And then we made some tweaks to the loft and the lie and the length of the actual club. And obviously the staff down at Langdon, uh, Keith Lee is a fantastic club builder. He literally took Chris's putter, tweaked the settings. I've got Chris now committed to one grip, and he's going three fingers on top and his left hand's way on top of the grip. And it's, it's changed the element of surprise so he's not in a manipulative state. And unfortunately, golfers, just they get in a manipulative state. They start doing a bunch of wacky things, and then they start guessing and tweaking. So it's, it's really all about that magic word of commitment. Once you figure out what you need to do, you need to commit to what you're trying to do to make it more long-lasting. The other issue I deal with is a cross dominance. I am left eye dominant, right hand, right foot dominant. How does that affect trying to be, you know, lining up and, and getting that line, reading that line? What are some things I need to consider with that cross dominance? Well, I mean, the biggest trick is being able to see straight is straight. And I know that's a strange phrase, but unfortunately, if, if you have a cross dominant feature and some of the unbelievable uh, talent that we've had in the game of golf. Mr. Nicholas was cross dominant. Um, There's a lot of uniqueness to that, but I think what that does for any type of player, it does throw off your ability to see your line and obtain a, uh, a real visual uh, of what your intended aim point or your intended line would be. So a lot of the times what I, I would do is I would identify your dominant eye and upon aiming your face, the putter face, is going to rest directly next to the golf ball. And what I actually suggest for a lot of players is to physically close the dominant eye, and that will physically help you see straight as straight. It'll help you actually line the putter face up more accurately to whatever desired line you want to aim at. But that that is literally just a suggestion at setup. And then once you're ready to hit the putt, then your eye dominance, your, your uh, dominant eye would then physically open up, and then you go ahead and strike the putt. So 
it's just a, a suggestion and a strategy just to help you actually physically aim more accurately. And unfortunately, most players, they can't aim accurately. They just don't, they just don't know how to line the putter face up, even if the ball's lined up. As probably we all know, the vast majority of players that line the ball up, they line the ball up incorrectly. And unfortunately, that just sets the tone for one more variable, one more, one more thing that we have to maybe perhaps manipulate or fix. So, so hopefully that answers your question there. Well, and I wanted to just a quick uh, follow-up with that. What do you do to help them learn any drill or anything other than closing one eye, uh, help them line up that putter face? Well, you know, I think there's a lot of, a lot of tools. I mean, I will, uh, I'll go right into some, some basic practices. I'll take a good old chalk line. I'll put the chalk line down so they can actually see the sight line on their putter, whether it's the perpendicular sight line or it's the leading edge. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll use, uh, I'll use a lot of tools that are going to be uh, helpful. I mean, I have basic T squares. I have uh, a, a putting MRI machine, which is called Sam putt lab. And quite frankly, that is uh, a very, very effective way to help me get a player's aim at setup and then their ability to return the putter face at the point of impact to square. And a lot of players, unfortunately, they, they can't really return the putter face back to the golf ball. So we start recognizing what they're consistent with. And quite frankly, if a player is always returning the putter face and the putter face is open at the point of impact, then we have to do certain things with the putter build or the actual physical setup to eliminate the putter face being open at the actual point of impact. And that's why, you know, I'll, I'll look at as Harold, you're a tremendous teacher and I have tons of respect for you, but I know the things that I saw through you, you're not really a, a one track, one minded teaching pro. And I always saw there was, there was a lot of things that you did stating back from the point of impact. And then you kind of worked on swing shapes and things like that. Just like with a full swing, I'm going to look at what the player does at the moment of truth and what they do with the putter face and how they deliver the club, the putter into the ball, whether the putter goes down, whether it goes up, whether the putter is being manipulated with a, a lie angle adjustment. And then we'll, we'll make some tweaks. And then of course, what that does sets the tone for, the improvements, the vast improvements to the setup that typically are going to resolve the issues that the player has at the point of impact when the club meets the ball. So mm-hmm. I always go back to the point of impact. It's a little reverse engineering. And once we kind of tidy up the point of impact with the club and the ball, then we can kind of get back on track with how uh, the, the golf club and the player sets up to the putt to begin with, which I think is a huge part. He's Sean Lanny, SeanLannyGolf.com for more information. All of his contact information is there if uh, you're uh, wanting to get the most out of uh, uh, your putting. You can uh, reach out and get more information and uh, hopefully go see him and start making more putts. Absolutely. (laughs) Sean, you've got a new location. Uh, Give us a little bit of information on that if you could. Yeah, so Langdon Farms in Aurora has always been my home uh, since I left Royal Oaks. But honestly, um, the golf locker has been a, uh, a longtime passion uh, of building an indoor, a complete indoor facility. I have two Foresight GC Hawk simulators fully equipped with about 60 golf courses, Pebble Beach, Torrey Pines, Olympic, uh, St. Andrews, you name it. I've got them all here. I've got a Sim Turf custom putting green built by Shane with Sim Turf. And 
It actually has three to four percent slopes. Uh, I've got the longest putt is about an 18, 20 footer. So I can actually teach aim point indoors. So for the fall, the winter, the spring months, basically I'm going to have a really nice home. And the, the reason why I did all this is not because I was tired of the guys at Langdon Farms. I'll still be there on Thursdays and Saturdays. Uh, this place is five minutes from my house in Vancouver, Washington. And I have a, a little boy who's turning one and I want to be a little bit more uh, available for my son and my wife and, and, uh, and certainly just be a little bit more involved dad versus being a, uh, a golf pro that where I'm teaching 80, 90 hours a week. So, uh, so if, if there's folks out there, um, we're located at the shops at Erickson farms, basically right in the heart of Vancouver. And, uh, we've got three restaurants right around us, a coffee, coffee bar. You can kind of make a, a night out of it. We've got birthday parties, corporate events, uh, bachelor parties, and then you can rent the simulator or you can take, a a lesson, or you can go through some custom fitting with all the tailor-made uh, golf clubs that I've got on on uh, site here. So Fan- it's pretty spectacular. Fantastic. Again, uh, SeanLannyGolf.com for all of that information. Thanks so much for uh, joining us here this morning, and uh, we look forward to running into you very soon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, you too. Sean Lanny there. And, uh, yeah, he's, work- he's working with some PGA Tour professionals as well. Yeah, Sean's a great teacher, and uh, I know his uh, new location in Vancouver. You know, we all uh, golf professionals go through this thing with uh, what's more important, my golf teaching or my family? (laughs) We have to balance the two, or otherwise you're going to lose one of them. And the family is the most important. Well, we'll uh, wrap it up. We'll get back to the new LPGA commissioner there with a few thoughts and uh, what we're expecting from them as the U.S. Women's Open gets set for the weekend here. As we come down the stretch, Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Thanks again to Sean Lanny for uh, joining us. We'll, uh, yeah, I'll try and uh, see if I can implement a little bit or be more conscious of not decelerating, constant acceleration. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm better at coming up with a line than judging speed. By It's not even close. Yeah, it, most people are. You may not come up with a very accurate line, but at least you have a general idea. The Aimpoint Express will really help that. Uh, there's still some guesswork involved, but uh, the more information you have available to you, the better you can putt. Um, 
But speed, uh, in the way that I teach, is that uh, speed is everything on the greens. Uh, you can miss a 12-foot putt a foot right or left of the hole, and you've only got a one-foot putt. But if you miss it by uh, a fraction of an inch and run it six feet by, you've got a problem. Yep. Uh, so speed is very important. There's a lot of things you can do to develop better speed. Um, Sean and I agree 100% on um, the moment of truth being impact, and then you, you go backwards from there, uh, whether it's in putting or the full swing. Uh, because if you study it all, uh, putting strokes on the tour or swing strokes, you'll see that there are, um, there's a wide variety of producing an accurate um, or a, a positive result. Uh, we, we mentioned with Amy Rogers uh, the reaction so far to the new LPGA commissioner uh, hire, Molly Marcus-Saman. She had come as she had most recently been the athletic director at Princeton. Um, before that, she worked at a sports academy, uh, really into player development, athletic development, personal development, those sorts of things. So when she mentions, uh, when Amy Rogers mentions, she's going to be more of a player's uh, commissioner. She is, the curious part will be what Mike Wan was so wonderful with when he came in was bringing sponsors into the LPGA. They were losing tournaments. They were losing sponsors. Uh, and and working on the product itself in terms of how it related to consumers, both the business industry as well as what we were watching on TV, getting people to tune in. The TV ratings for this Women's U.S. Open, are, it's the highest first round, and I don't know how long uh, some of that's the course. So I think there's a feeling that, that what Mike Wan did is, is set up to move forward. Um, but now with the players, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, she's been a club champion at her country club in New York. She's been an athlete at several levels, so I'm curious how she will engage with the players in that regard. Well, you've got more experience here with uh, when you have a coach that is referred to as a player's co coach. So what does that mean to you? Uh, it means they are generally – more in tune with what the players needs desires wants on a regular week-to-week -week playing basis are going to be and building an environment that is conducive to them performing at their best on a regular basis okay so not so much the business of golf but the uh yeah the players uh what they're the quality of the golf course the quality of the golf course how to get them to play in more events um and then the other part we'll see is their branding yeah because i think they can work with them to develop more brands and i think that's something that'll be crucial for the lpga moving forward i absolutely agree and you and i've been critical of their of their communication with the public and their branding and um, amy rogers is doing a great job they need more of that and i'd like to see the commissioner get involved with with a better uh, improving the branding of the LPGA. It's a great product. We'll look for more of that. Uh, enjoy the U.S. Women's Open coverage. Uh, thanks again to Amy Rogers and Sean Lanny. Thanks to Will as well. He's up next with Luke. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit them straight.
That was sarcasm. Now, how would I adjust? Well, I've got to choke down on my club a little bit. You have an idea of how hard it's blowing, which five am I putting out right. to, to score? Everything's starting to just come left. Yeah, you're more suck your finger and stick it in the wind and see yeah, what's going. Yeah, exactly. Pulled up the sack out on the sidewalk at the street and right. just see if you can aim it in there from just the Just somebody out there with a big wooden paddle. and. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, huh? I know. Features <laughs> in Europe. Uh... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.